Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life his way. He's going to be good to you, not because of you. (laughs) Did you hear that? He's good to you, not because of you, but because he's good. And he's keeping his word he made thousands of years ago. That all of your seed, all of your seed will be blessed. All of your seed. We are the seed of Abraham. And we stand in the blessings of God. Before you sit down, everybody say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thank you. Before you sit down. Oh, well, stand up if you want. That's the only way I can rest, y'all. Do you understand? This world is crazy. And I repent for any of the craziness I contributed to this world. (laughs) You feel me? Like literally repent, like turn from it. Like at this point, I'm adding to the craziness with my little stuff. (laughs) The world is crazy. The only way I can rest and trust is 100% confidently believing that he's good. The world is bad. The world is a mess, but he's good. So we're going to be all right. I know I'm going to be okay because he's good. Not because of a new president. Not because of a new anything. Not because of a new any. Just because of his new mercies. <laughs> that's the only. He's good. And that's where my confidence in prayer comes from. That's why I praise him. so. Not because everything in my life is, is how I want it to be. Don't be confused. I'm up here jumping on. Oh, yeah, that's because he got. No, don't, don't, don't. Don't assume anything about anybody. You don't know what anybody's doing. It's billionaires that got warfare in their mind. So don't even, don't count people's money. Don't say, oh, because if I had what they had, I would just. I ain't jumping around up here because everything is how I want it to be in my life. I'm jumping around up here because regardless of what I'm in, he's still. Stop letting your life take his praise. Don't do that. Who cares what happened in your life? Guess what? After you get over this, you're going to go through something else. So your life cannot be a roller coaster ride of praise to God based on your life circumstance. Don't do that. He's good when you're good. He's good when you're not. He's good when your bills are paid. He's good when they're not. He's good when you're healthy. He's good when you're sick. He's good when you like it. He's good when you don't. He's good when things go your way. He's good when it doesn't. So David got the memo. He said, you know what? I'm just going to bless the Lord at all times. Anybody else got that memo this morning? I might as well just bless him at all times. And let his praise continually be in our mouth. That's what we're talking about the last couple of weeks. We just found out that this building got sold, and we won't be able to have services here. Uh, I don't know when. We haven't talked to the you know, new owners or anything like that yet. So, yeah, we're working on it, and we're looking at other, build- other spots and all that stuff, and that's all good. My hopes was really in it. I really was hoping that it would work out differently, but it did not. So I'm like, oh! But my response is, he's still what? He's still what? I wanted the building, we didn't get it, but he's still what? The only thing that changes is where we worship, not that we worship. The only thing that changes is where we're going to praise at, not whether we're going to praise or not. Because I don't even need a building to praise him. 
<laughs> where, my, uh, where my people who bless them at all times? I just want to see a few. Don't raise your hand if you were sitting up here quiet 10 minutes ago. If that's you, you know you're going to bless them at all times. Let me hear your voice. Okay. So that's what we're talking like. So now I'm in this place of like intense prayer and praise, right? That's what we parked about a month and some change ago. Prayer and praise. Okay, Lord, we need to pray. We need to praise you for freedom and for access. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Shackles were loose. All the doors were open. Burdens were lifted. Every opportunity opened up. Stress came off of you and opportunities opened up. When you pray and praise, he breaks chains and opens doors. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? When you pray and praise him, according to that scripture, he breaks chains and he opens doors. Maybe some doors are shut, not because you're not talented enough. Maybe you didn't take the time to pray and praise. Maybe. Maybe. If you're dependent on God to open certain doors, it's not that you're not creative, not talented enough, not better than everybody else that auditioned or that, you know, applied for the job. Maybe certain doors don't open because we skipped a step. You understand what I'm saying? Prayer and praise. And I'm just thinking about how much God loves praise and worship and honor and how it's a twofold thing. How God inhabits the praises of his people. He loves it. Like, ooh, if you want to get God's attention, don't complain. Complaining. We, complaining works for mom and granddad and cousins. And I wish I had to. You ain't got the bitch to do it. That works when you're a kid and you just you start. That's when, when people that works. But that, 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 that don't work with God. At all. He's not like man at all. He told me that this week. So. He did. So you want to get God's attention? Don't complain. Praise him. What'd you say, Tim? Hallelujah! Okay. <laughs> Anybody else smart like Tim want to say hallelujah? So it gets God's attention. It gets his favor. It gets his provision. You get the best part of God when you praise him. You get the soft side of God like, oh, I got to do it for you. He don't do it because you're cute. He do it because praise is comely for the righteous. So you get God soft, you know, man, you, you, get, you get God to move on your behalf. That's one side. And the other side is the enemy hates praise. The devil hates praise because, like I said a couple of weeks ago, praise equals presence. <laughs> it's not really what you're saying that the enemy backs up, it's the presence that what you say brings. He inhabits the praises of his people, so God dwells in the midst of praise. He comes to right where the praises are. So if you're praising him, you're irking the enemy, not because of what you're saying, but because of what that praise is bringing. Tell your neighbor, my praise is bringing something, I'm telling you. I'm not just saying hallelujah, I'm inviting God! And where he is, things not like him can't stay. So you can go to the doctor for your stress. You can go to the doctor for your depression if you want. Go ahead. Let the Lord lead you to that. I'm not saying don't do that. Or for the spirit of heaviness. He'll give you a garment of praise. If you're depressed, do you know you can praise that thing off? 
If you overwhelmed, do you know you can praise that thing? You can pay. You can pay money if you want. Go to the counselor. But do you know that for free, you can be free? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you can be free for free. It was too many F's in there. <laughs> free, you can free. Okay. Be free for free. <laughs> I'm tired. I just got off the plane. So it backs the enemy up. That's why I like praise too. The Bible says Jehoshaphat was facing all these armies. And God said, praise me. I went, what? Praise you? Send the praisers first? Are you kidding me? They got arrows, bows. They got spears. They got swords. And you want us to take a tambourine? I want you to praise them when it seems silly. Oh, I'm working on y'all today. I'm working I want you to worship him when it seems like it ain't the right moment to do that. <laughs> when they praise God, the Bible says the enemies turned on each other. God sent ambushments and they turned on each other and killed each other and wasn't none left. By the time the people of God got there, they didn't have to fight. All they had to do was gather. Gather the gold, gather the silver, gather the wine, gather the bread. Tell your neighbor, stop fighting and start gathering. Let your praise do the fighting for you. You just collect the spoils. We working too hard. We working too hard. We working too hard. His yoke is easy. So we've been talking Ghostbusters. Go ahead and put the first one up. We've been talking Ghostbusters for a little while. And uh, because there are other ghosts besides the Holy Ghost. There are other spirits. The Bible says try every spirit. See if it be of God. Try every spirit. Test it. Line it up with the word. Try it. And see if it be of God. In other words, if God gets glory out of it, can God get the glory out of our practices? You, you understand what I'm saying? If people, if you're into, I always say it, but if you're into sage and crystals and all that, does God get glory out of that? Or is it like, man, I stepped on toes early. I'm sorry. <laughs> so all these ghosts exist. Ghosts to me are the whisperers. I call them the whisperers. Why don't you turn these stones into bread, Jesus? That was the devil himself, Satan. <laughs> that wasn't even like one of his workers. That was Satan coming to Jesus. And all he had for Jesus was a suggestion. Evil spirits, demons, have no further power than a suggestion. They don't have the power of possession. They only have the power of suggestion. That's why it's a snake, that forked tongue. Now watch out for that snake. So when, when the enemy makes those suggestions in your mind, and I always say these demons are persons without bodies, right? These evil spirits are persons without bodies. The Bible says he created everything visible and invisible. I'm just doing a little review before I get into what I'm going to get into. And they are persons without bodies. Anything that speaks is a person. Anything. So you're dealing with these whispers or these spirits that doesn't have bodies. And you're like, first of all, you're probably like, where is that coming from? And you're just tormented in your mind. You, get it out of me. I can't take it. Or either it's like that or you agree with it like word. Word, all right, I will be, I will be jealous of her. You know what I mean? You embrace the suggestion because it fits you anyway. 
That's why you got to be transformed so the suggestions no longer fit you. The enemy thinks he got your number. He thinks he knows what ticks you off. He thinks he knows everything. But once you transform on him, he can't, can't find you. So here are some ways. And I, it's just always, there's always content for, for that spirit. Like, so if you struggle with the spirit of rejection, whatever you're dealing with, the spirit of, see? That spirit will be like, see? Nobody care about you. No. It could just be somebody didn't answer their phone. But that spirit is aggressive, like, see, no one cares. Where are they when you need them? But when they call you, you pick up on the first ring. Now they ain't there. See, I told you, go ahead. And after rejection is rebellion. Because no demon is alone. They travel in packs. So you got to watch out for the, it's subtle. He's the most cunning and subtle creature of the whole field. Out of all the spirit, you understand what I'm saying? It's subtle, it's cunning, and you don't really realize it. So that's why God is like, listen, follow me. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Once you're transformed into the likeness of me, you can notice what's not like me. So how do they get in? How do these spirits, how do these spirits have access to our minds? We talked about a few things. I just want to go over a few. It's 1250. What was y'all? Okay. In my first closing. How do we, the Bible says, give no place to the enemy. Who would knowingly give place to the enemy? Like, Aunt, would you be like, oh, that's the devil, come in. Come on in there, get in my heart, get in my mind, get in my soul, get in my spirit. Who? Who would knowingly do that? Right, I don't think anybody would. So for God to say give no place to the enemy, it's like, well, what are we doing to give him place? We talked about one major one is unforgiveness, right? Y'all got that? Because I've been talking about that for like two months. Y'all got it? Have y'all forgiven everybody? Okay, y'all still got some people on your naughty list. <laughs> unforgiveness blocks your progression and invites evil spirits. Because if you're willing enough to be um, selfish or prideful enough to hold the grudge, Sometimes of people who's not even in your life anymore. Of course, that same level of arrogance invites other things. So God's like, get it off you. I know they did you dirty. Be angry. I'll give you that. Be angry, but don't sin. You, you feel me? I'll give you that because you was wrong. Be angry. So unforgiveness is one. Let me keep going. We talked last week about don't worry. Worrying is one. Worrying is one. Because once you open yourself to worry, you're searching now. Like, oh my God, how am I going to pay? How am I going? How am I going? How am I going? How am I going? And if you're not asking him, how am I going to? Then all the suggestions will be like, well, you could. Well, you know you could. Well, you know, last time, all the suggestors are open to your search. So don't worry, because worry initiates, initiates a soul search. We should already know where your source is. I will look to the hills. Oh, from whence cometh my help. Somebody say, my help. It comes from the Lord. So worry initiates a search around or outside of God. Where demons is like, yes. Fear is also another one. Fear is huge. Because everybody that's fearful seeks comfort and safety. So all the enemy got to do 
is present false comfort, false safety, which we end up a lot of times in toxic relationships because of that. So don't fear. The Bible says 366 times, I believe, in the Bible, fear not. So these are some ways they get in. Another way he told me today is sorrow. Because I, I almost went there. Like I was so sorry that the building I sold or experiencing the death of a loved one or just how the world is going now, just sorrow. The Bible says we do not sorrow as others who have no hope. So I understand you feeling so, like, oh, but don't go that far in your sorrows. Still have a degree of hope. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Still have a degree of hope unless you open the door for the enemy. And the last one I want to talk about today, which I'm going to go into the sermon in my four minutes left, is lack of gratitude. <laughs> lack of gratitude ensues I need more. Lack of gratitude insinuates this ain't enough. The children of Israel didn't have gratitude and they were eating angel food. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Now, I've been outside a couple times when it's raining or snowing and I stuck my tongue out and got a couple drops. I ain't get full off that ever. They had food falling from the sky and was full but were ungrateful. Year after year after year after year, God heard more complaints than thanks. To the point where he said, opened up the earth, swallowed them up, killed them all. Read it. You don't need movies if you get into the Bible for real, for real. And them stories is crazy. <laughs> oh, I got some stories came to my head. Let me. Yo. The complainers got swallowed up in the land they were complaining about. So God, you open up the doorway for the enemy when you don't have gratitude. Can I talk about it for a few minutes, y'all? Here it is. The Bible says we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For Father, bless your word. It's already blessed. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody say thank you, Jesus, actually. So we are not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God. You know, from faith to faith and glory to glory. The next scripture says, the first one, you can put it up. Let's go. Let's get into this word. But God, we talked about this. He shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who, y'all remember this, who suppresses the truth by their wickedness. Okay? Which means you know the truth, but you suppress it. Don't do that. 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 Now you don't even hear it no more because you done choked the truth. Because of our wickedness or our ways, what we want is stronger than the truth. So we suppress the truth. We know. We still know the truth. That's why nobody has an excuse. Whether you obey the truth or live by it or not is another thing. But you know in your heart. 
You got do's and don'ts written on your heart, the Bible says. I've written my law on their minds and on their heart. You got do's and don'ts written on your heart, but if your wants are greater than his law, you suppress. I have definitely been there. They know the truth about God because he made it obvious to them. The trees, the, the sun, the moon, all the creation. So there's no excuse for not knowing God. So sinners know the truth. Heathens know the truth. The ratchet know the truth. They just don't follow anybody that you see from celebrities to your block who ain't living and you just, oh, they just, they know! They're just choking that truth like, shut up so I can do me. Shut up so I can do this. Shut up so I can. And after a while, God like, all right, I'll shut up. All right, all right. And then the next scripture happens. When they knew God, they didn't glorify him as God, neither were they thankful. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. In other words, don't know God and not thank him. To know him is to thank him. How can you know him and not thank him? If you know he's God, you know he created you. You know he's keeping you. You know the breath you breathe is his. How could you not respond? I'm yelling too much. Got it. Let me chill. So he left him alone. Cool. So they became vain in their imagination. And their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, you know that Aristotle, and you know that, uh, and you know the church don't really teach, and you know King James was really, uh, and you know that, uh, but you know that Jesus that they giving y'all, you know that Jesus, and you know his real name is Joshua Makadesh, and you know that, uh, oh, but you know the Hebrew, right? You know we the real Hebrew Israelites. They profess to be wise. You know we the, uh, and you know, you know that Bible. You know that uh, they profess to be wise, but they're fools. Search, but no spirit. And they changed the glory of God into the image made like unto corruptible man. Start celebrating each other and ancestors and people more than God and birds, just all types of four footed beasts and creeping things. You just anything. The Bible goes on to say they worship the created thing more than the creator himself. Like people talk about the universe all the time. The universe will give you everything you, man, the universe is created. (laughs) Anything built up can be torn down. God made the universe, he can take it. But nobody made God. Where y'all at? Nobody made God. He cannot be moved. He's from everlasting to everlasting. He's alpha. He's omega. He's the first. He's the last. He's beginning. He's the end. He's Elohim. El Shaddai. He's Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Sikhanu. He's Jehovah Jireh. You can't move him. But the reason why our minds grew dark, studies call it the noetic effect. The noetic effect. That from Adam's bite and every sin, 
it does damage to our minds, literally. It literally does damage to our minds when we don't glorify him as God and when we don't thank him. It literally does damage to our thought process when we don't glorify him as God and thank him. We literally grow dark in our hearts. As happy and as nice and as pure as you are, if you don't glorify him as God and thank him, you grow foolish with your smart self. You still summa cum laude, madam, but you foolish. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Summa, summa, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look how important glorifying God and being thankful is. This is what glorify means, y'all. Glorify means to cause to be or treat as being more splendid, more excellent, etc., than would normally be considered. Check this out. So to glorify means to treat as or, or, or to cause to be or to treat as being more splendid, more excellent than what is normally considered. So when I glorify God, I hold him at a higher regard than everything else. He's more splendid. He's more excellent. He's more gracious. He's more loving. He's, I, I was at home and I was sitting outside talking to God and he kind of told me, and I kind of went into like, I don't know. He, we was talking, I said, like, like, Lord, I love you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for loving me. I said, what if I, what if I, what if I mess up? What if I do this? What if I, what if I? He was like, yo, you forgiven. I, for, I said, but what? God, I know you forgive. I know you love me. I got it. But what? And he said, I'm not like man, like that. And when he said, I'm not like man, y'all, I saw this shooting star, right? It went like right over my, I was like, I told my wife, I stayed there for like three minutes. Mouth open, gnats off. I, I didn't care. All right, y'all, I'm just playing with that. But I could not believe that experience. He was like, I'm not like man. It was like, oh. Like, it's a done deal. I love you. It's a done deal. I forgive you. It's a done deal. You're mine. It's a done. Why are we even talking about it? So what you did that? So what you might do that? I paid for it already, and it's a done deal. I still love you. Still going to bless you. Y'all not hearing me today. He said, I'm not like man. I'm not man at all. He's holy, my wife was sharing. She said, oh, he was saying, he's holy. He's other. He's not human. The one who loves you most on earth ain't got nothing on God. That's still a human. He's not like man. So you got to hold him to that regard. I thought to glorify God, and to give them thanks, thanks, to give them thanks. It says, be thankful, not just as praise. So they weren't thankful. I always thought that meant they never said, thank you, Jesus. They never gave him thanks. That ain't right. Being thankful don't mean giving thanks. Are y'all with me? Being thankful means it's not just praise, but it's a posture of the heart. And it's a lifestyle as a consciousness. It's a perpetual inner awareness that it's all him. It's all because of him. It's all because of him. You look nice today. 
Yeah, because of him. No, I went shopping today. Who gave you? Just keep backing it up. Well, who gave you money? I went to work. Well, who got you the job? Well, I applied. Well, who gave you the intelligence? I studied. Well, who gave you the money? It's going to go back to God. So that's how you, so being thankful, being thankful, I learned being thankful starts in the secret place. Thanksgiving. Woo! Being thankful is in here. Thanksgiving is out there. Being thankful is in the secret place. How can I say thanks without words? Y'all not ready today. It's in the secret place. So now, when I honor God here, when I feel, see the Bible says don't pray all out in the open like everybody else. He says, go to your secret place where the Father is. Those words got me, y'all. Go to your secret place where the Father is. So it's not just that God sees your heart. He's in it. Some of y'all might remember the secret place and some of y'all might be. But it's not that God can see inside your soul. He's sitting in there. Matter of fact, there's only one chair in the secret place. I call it the throne of your heart. There's only one seat in the secret place and we shouldn't even be sitting on it. It should be him. It's an it's a inward, private posture that I honor God, I fear him, and I'm thankful. I got swag out there, but in here I know it's all him. I'm creative to everybody, but in here, oh, I know what it is. How do you see God in your secret place? How do you see your accomplishments from your secret place? How do you see success? from your secret place. And that's what God is asking. Being thankful and giving God glory, glorifying God, and hallelujah! That's an expression of it. But glorifying God is holding him at high esteem in here. Nobody even knows how much you, how highly you esteem God. They didn't even have to know. But in my heart, he's up. Do you glorify God? Do you glorify? God was talking about in their hearts. They didn't glorify me in their hearts. That's why their hearts, the next one said, the next line says, their hearts were darkened. Not because they didn't glorify me with their mouths. They didn't glorify me in here. You got to hold it. What has the throne of your heart? Ambitions? Relationships? Who? Who's clouding your heart that God has the lower seat? Anger? You know when we get mad, we don't care what this seat is saying. We, we, we won't handle that situation. Glorifying God is here. Being thankful to God is here. 
in the secret place. Look at your neighbor and say, act like you know. That's the wrong neighbor. Tell somebody and say, act like you know. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that's a good place to clap and praise him right there, everybody. He, I ain't got time. I got to go. I wish I could stay there a little longer. He's looking at this seat while everybody else sees that seat. You feel me? He's looking at the secret place. He's in there. He sees the other suggestions around your heart. And he's just sitting there like, just choose me. Just choose me. Don't even worry. Just choose me. Choose me. Choose me. In the secret place. So thanksgiving, gratitude, and glorifying God as God comes from the secret place. Go back to the scripture before this. It says they became vain. To become insinuates a process. <laughs> you don't even realize you're becoming darker. But the more you don't thank him there, the more you don't hold him in high esteem here, you grow dark. You, grow, you become vain. You become dark. The, 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 the verse before this, you can go to that. Thank you, because I'm going to keep referencing it. You become darkened in your hearts. Essentially, what I'm saying is we cannot afford not to glorify him. We cannot afford not to give him thanks. Matter of fact, right now, everybody just shout, thank you, Jesus. When we are not thankful, we develop a false sense of self. Like, I'm doing this. I did this. And then you become your own idol. Or if, you don't, if you're not thankful to God in your heart, and you know it's your job, whatever you glorify besides him becomes the idol. It becomes the thing you honor. If it wasn't for my man in my life, my boyfriend, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for my girlfriend, now they become an idol. When they get the glory and you're thankful for them more than that seat, they take the seat. Money, if I could just have money, they, it becomes your idol. And God said, whoa, if you're going to have that, then I'm out because I will have no other God. Before me, being thankful balances emotions such as anger. You could be so upset, but when you start thinking and being thankful, it'll balance it. Being thankful balances disappointments. I was so disappointed in the building, y'all. But I had to give him thanks for everything he's done and is doing now in spite of that. So it brought the disappointment down. And then after a while, you got to graduate <laughs> to giving glory and giving thanks. Because some things, let's go to the next one. This is a scripture you'll know very well in my 10 minutes. I'm out of here. It's frozen? Good. So I talk. It's frozen. It's stuck. It's messed up. Okay. Cool, that's cool. Everybody can see this, right? <laughs> Ain't no problem. I got it. So, <laughs> put a close-up on it. We got it. It's cool. <laughs> I'm going to read from Luke 17, yeah. verse 15 in your hearing. If you have the Bible in your phone app, you can join me if you want. Luke 17, verse 15 through 16. Amen? Yeah. Church said Amen. Jesus heals 10 men that were lepers. The Bible says one Samaritan. Yeah. When he discovered he was completely healed, he turned back. 
to find Jesus, shouting out joyous praises and glorifying God. When he found Jesus, he fell at his feet and thanked him over and over again. <laughs> so here it is. We read the scripture of somebody not glorifying God and then not giving him thanks. This leper, who was a leper, did both. He fell to his face, glorifying God, and he was giving him thanks over and over and over and over and over again. Because you got to express the gratitude at the while. At the while, you can't just have it, you gotta give it. Matter of fact, you have it to give it. Don't just be thankful, give thanks. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? There has to be an expression of your gratitude. Once you settled on it here, I wish I could have worked out a little more, but once you settled on it here, where's your expression? I often go to the scripture, uh, uh, this is my second closing, I often go to the scripture where the children of Israel, the death angel passed through Egypt. And it went right past the houses where the children of Israel were. It didn't pass the children of Israel's house because they belonged to God. So ain't like, oh, the devil ain't gonna mess with you because I belong to God. Down, mm -mm. It passed that house because they had blood. I'm about, they put blood on the doorpost. They was obedient to God. He said, put blood on the doorpost, and when I see the blood, I'll, I'll pass over you. <laughs> That's why we celebrate the Passover. So it was the blood. It was an outward expression that I believe, it's an outward expression that believers are inside. It's a, the blood is an outward expression that a believer is on the inside. The blood is an outward expression that the believers are on the inside. Believers, where is your outward expression? When you have an outward expression, death passes you by. Cancer passes you by. Depression passes you by. Not because you belong to God, but because you got an expression Somebody express praise right now! Yeah, 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 yeah! It's not just having it. It's expressing it. It's not enough to feel it. You gotta express it. <laughs> Jesus is so adamant about his thanksgiving and his glory that he looked at the man and he didn't even say, you welcome first. Thank you, Father. Thank you for healing me. Thank you, Jesus of Nazareth. Thank you so much. He was like, cool, cool. Wasn't there 10 of y'all? Come on. Look how important Thanksgiving is to God. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't that there 10 of y'all? Where are the other nine? And God, I feel like I hear, I, I, I feel like God is saying that today. Like, I know they're praising them up on the praise team, but I didn't only make a way for the stage. I know the floor got it, and they worshiping down here, but they're not the only ones I blessed. I know some people on your row are praising, but where's the rest of the row? I, oh, my God. It's about expression. And you don't have to express like me. I run, I jump, I'm crazy. I do that when I enjoy my food. I do that when I like a movie or the sport. I, that's time. That don't mean 
God is, oh, this is how you pray. No, but you got to do. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, you got to do something. They still ain't doing it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's okay. I'm just going to give the word. That's my job. And I'm out. Jesus essentially, because when Jesus walked up, I'm almost done, y'all. When Jesus walked on the scene, the lepers cried out, Son of David, have mercy on us. That was illegal. They was only supposed to shout unclean. Because you're supposed to make sure that, the, uh, that, that any visitor won't get close to you because you had a disease that was contagious. They weren't supposed to speak to people passing by. You're not supposed to be cordial. You're not supposed to ask for money. You're supposed to just say, I ain't clean, so keep it moving. But they cried out to God and said, have mercy on us. So God is saying, you can break the rules and scream to complain. But you ain't got no thanks after I do it. They didn't have nothing to say to him after he did what they asked. And God is like, hold on. It's, like, it's almost like I only did it to get glory. I only did it for that thank you. He did it for the thank you. Tell your neighbor, he did it for the thank you. He blessed you for the thank you. He woke you up this morning for the thank you. He made a way for you for the thank you. He loves you, yeah, he do it for you, but he really wants that glory. I said he wants the glory. Is anybody wise enough to give God glory for the things he's done? All right. All right. Let me go. Somebody scream, thank you, Jesus. So here we go. Every time you thank him, anytime you thank anybody, you move the heart of that person to do it again or to do more. I give you $100. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Oh, Tim, any, anytime. You know what? Anytime you need it. Because you were so grateful and you expressed your things, it moved my heart to have favor on you for any time you ask for anything. When you say thank you, you move God to do more. Even in this same scripture, he was healed, but he came back to say thank you. And the Bible says, God said, now your faith has made you whole. <laughs> so God did even more than just heal him. He made him whole in his whole life. When you say thank you, you make God do more for you. Somebody just say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You crazy, I'll be doing that all the time. He's not asking for your blood. He's not asking for your brain cells. He's not asking for. Thank you. Somebody say thank you. I got a good. This is a good secret place reason to thank him in my final close. Because Thanksgiving again is in the heart. Gratitude is in the secret place glorifying God and holding him high in high regard, it's right here. A good reason to praise and bless him. And to praise means to speak well of. We know that, right? I just don't understand why we don't do it as, as Christians. I wanted to stop here at the risk of <laughs> time. I, 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 I'm baffled how 
his praises are not continually in our mouths. Like, it's not like, man, God is good. Yo, you just scored 51 points in that JV game. Yo, what's up, dude? Man, God is good, man. I'll be practicing, though. I'll be practicing in God. Why not? Why not? We don't, we don't praise him. We don't thank him. Anything good we think is us. Anything bad we know is the devil. I'm not saying run around the church and huck come up about Hoshia. No, I ain't saying do that. But in that seat, you should know, man, this is, this is all God right here. Anything good that happens to me or through me is God. And anything I don't like or don't enjoy, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Though he slay me, ain't about me at the end of the day. He's still good. A good reason to praise him all the time from this place is because his mercy endures forever. <laughs> the Bible says that Naaman was the captain of the host. He was a big soldier. He brought so much victory to the land. But he was a leper. And the prophet had to come and speak healing over him. My point is, while he had on all his shiny armor, nobody knew what he looked like under the armor. But he knew. He knew under all the shiny, victorious armor, he had a heinous disease that was contagious. And if people knew he had it, they would have kicked him out the city. So humility comes in when you know what you look like under the armor. Humility kicks in when you know what you look like under the talent, under the swag, under the, you know what you look like on the inside of what everybody is celebrating. So when I say his mercy endures forever, that means that's something you know he's covering. You should always be thankful because you know he's covering mess. Nah, man, y'all gonna. If y'all perfect, leave. If you not, respond. Say thank you, Jesus, y'all. We ain't about to come in here and sit up here every week like we. No! His mercy endures forever. And I'm so glad he don't have a 50-year warranty on his mercy because I would have used that in five months. I'm glad he don't have a thousand-year policy because I would have used that in a year. But I'm so glad that his mercy endures. That's why I'm thankful, Liv, because I know the mess he's covering. I know the sins he forgave. That's why I'm grateful. I can't sit up here just because I don't have everything I want and not praise him and not be thankful. If he doesn't give it to me, he's covering me. If he doesn't do it for me, he loves me. If you don't think you need mercy, you think you're too good. If you don't think you need mercy, you think it's you. Line your goodness up to his standards. All those thou shall nots. He gave us the law only to show us you can't please me by works. The Ten Commandments 
It's all about a brick wall. It's all about, see, thou shalt not lie. See, thou shalt not, see, this is my standard. So don't try to live up to my standard. Receive my grace. Receive my mercy. Everybody standing. I want to do something we used to do back in the day. It's called call and response. I'm going to read these scriptures. And I want you all to say, for his mercy endureth forever. Do y'all understand what I mean by for his mercy endureth forever? You understand that, right? Did I break that down okay? Like, I got some junk in my life that I hope nobody finds out. But I'm still able to be blessed. I'm still able to prosper. I still have a, because of his mercy. His mercy. And if you don't believe in God, you can't embrace this part. Because you don't, if you don't think your life is bad enough to need a savior, then you can't receive Christ. But Christ came because we're so jacked up. And his love covers the multitude of sins. How many of us have a multitude of sins that need to be covered? Oh, I'm making sure. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm talking to the right people. So listen to me, Liv. I'm not saying this to remind you of your sins. Because when I talk like this, we just all get low like, yeah, I am messed up. No, no, no. It's a celebration point. Yeah, it's a celebration point. You should look at all your sins and be like, that thing is covered. He covered all of that. He loved me in spite of that. He healed me in spite of that. He made a way in spite of that. He provided in spite of that. You should look at your past and go crazy. Don't be condemned. Be thankful unto him. And bless his name. Be thankful inside. Bless his name outside. Why? For the Lord is good. Y'all not here yet. I said the Lord is good and his mercy. Let me read these scriptures. I, I'm reading Psalms now, right? I told you all because I want to have a more uh, elaborate pra praise vocabulary. I don't want to just keep saying, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, Lord. And you know what? My wife messed me up. Yeah. Never mind. I ain't going to say she took a praise from me, y'all. She took it from me. All right, I'm just playing. Give me five. Give me five, man. Give me five. I'm just playing. <laughs> she said, what is glory? I'll, I'll be like, glory! She's like, what's that? I'm like, like glory. Like, she said, glory to God? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she said, glory is the same thing as saying, worship! I was like, all right. <laughs> it's the same thing. But I want to say some things. I'm going to read these scriptures. I'm, I'm trying not to say the same thing, so I'm reading the Psalms. And I started coming across this scripture. And every ending was, for his mercy endure forever. So I want y'all to shout that today. Y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Yeah. Bring the energy up a little bit. In the, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to read these scriptures. Matter of fact, just put it on the screen. And y'all part is the yellow part. Here we go. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Live. Oh, give thanks unto the God of God. Live. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords. Live. To him who alone doeth great wonders for his mercy. 
to him that by wisdom he made the heavens next next Woo! to him that stretched out the earth above the waters to him that made great lights for his he made the sun to rule by day the moon and the stars to rule by night hold on hold on go back go back go back hold on, hold on, hold on. go back i forgot this is the psalms so they were singing this so let's get a melody all right uh, where, where are you at yeah uh so tim the high note for his mercy mercy endureth forever all right that's the high for his for his mercy endureth forever everybody that can sing high you try that here we go for his Everybody in the middle, here's your part. For his mercy endureth forever. And the low part. For his mercy endureth forever. Everybody try it, here we go. For his mercy endureth forever. Woo! To him that stretched out the earth above the waters. For his mercy to him that made the great lights for his sun, the moon, the stars, the rule by night. The next one, here we go. Hallelujah! Who remembers us in our lower state for his mercy. And he has redeemed us, he saved us, he rescued us from our enemies for his mercy. And all of our needs are supplied because he gets food to all flesh for his yeah. It's the last one, Liv. This is the last one. Let's make it count. This is the last one. Fill your hearts with thanksgiving. Fill your hearts with the glory of God. When you sing it this time, heaven is going to shake. Get ready, y'all. Oh, Give thanks unto the God of heaven for his yeah, yeah. Praise him, praise him, praise him, thank him. Thank him. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good and his mercy and his mercy his mercy his mercy endures forever one more time for his mercy for his mercy for his Your mercy, 
something freely it humbles you because it's something you couldn't have done for yourself and so people don't really like thanksgiving because it's ah oh, I owe you something but all you owe God is praise and thanks and he's not like man he's not gonna hold a grudge but he is expecting your thanks I don't care if the praise team is doing it he's gonna be like where are the nine nope they the only ones I woke up this morning they're not the only ones that I love in the building. He deserves your praise, man. All day, man. He deserves your praise. All right. Ooh, one more time. For your mercy. For your mercy. Oh. <laughs> hey, I don't have the new job yet, but I got new mercies, so. For your Never, 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 forever. How long does his mercy endure? How long does his love endure? How long is he gonna keep you? How long will he love you? How long will he keep you? So, Father, we thank you for that kind of love and that kind of mercy. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. If, everyone, if anyone here doesn't know you, ooh, they know you but they're suppressing it. I pray that they release the hand that's pushing you down and let God arise and everything not like will be scattered. Lord Jesus, save your people today. Heal us in our minds. Free us from the hands of the enemy. We don't want to be lost. We don't want to grow in our own deceits. We don't want to think we're wise and we're foolish. Anything outside of you is just that. So in our secret place, in a private place, we glorify you. We make you more significant. 
and we give you thanks. We're thankful in our secret place. And why are we thankful, Liv? Why are we thankful? Say. Why are you grateful today? Why are you praising them right now? Why are you worshiping him? Why do you love him? Because his mercy. One more time, man. Yeah. Hey, hey. For your mercy. Yeah. Yeah. One more time. accept defeat this week from the whisperers do not accept stress this week from the whisperers do not accept fear this week from the whisperers I charge you like God charged us give the devil no place it's your job to keep the access denied so I pray you have strength and wisdom this week in the name of Jesus I feel the presence of the Lord in here so strong he's been with us all day and I thank him for tangible presence. Take this same presence home with you. It's not in this building. Obviously, we'll be leaving soon. But it's in our hearts. Anytime you have gratitude and give him thanks, he'll dwell. For your God bless you, Liv. We got food across the street. Y'all check us out across the street. Woo, 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 woo. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for salvation, freedom, and deliverance. Nobody here is bound. We're all free. Any voice that keeps us from glorifying you and giving you thanks, we rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. The Lord God rebuke any voice that denies or suppresses the glory of God and thankfulness in our hearts. May we not be discontent. May we have gratitude. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed this week. I'll see y'all next week. The Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. Fire! I love you, Liv. God bless you, Liv. We'll see you next week, Liv. Be blessed of the Lord. Be blessed of the Lord. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.